0: All right, folks. Welcome back to the Roswell UFO Symposium. I am your co-host Mike, with co-host Tobey and co-host Shane. Um, yeah. How's my mic sound now, Mike? Your mic sounds like a mic, Shane. Good job. Um. So, anyways. <clears throat> Before we get started here, I just wanted to say Happy New Year to everybody. We haven't done a show in a few weeks, and uh, we're going to get after it this year. We've got a bunch of stuff going on from projects and uh, t- you know amazing guests for the podcast, all sorts of great stuff, so looking forward to this year. And uh, if you want to support the Roswell UFO Symposium, all you have to do is click the Linktree link down below. Um, you know, we've got, uh, there's a merch store, um, you can click on all sorts of social media stuff, we're on all the social media platforms, uh, and we appreciate, you know, you subscribing to our YouTube channel, and leaving a nice review on Apple Podcast or Spotify, so, uh, but yeah, what's going on guys, how are you?
1: I'm good, good. we good actually have not talked to ashamed. each other since the last podcast, none of us. I don't know who you guys are. Shane doesn't up, return
2: text messages.
1: No, I actually am. Hey, so here's the thing. Actually, mental health wise, I... those dings get to me. So I put my phone on D&D and sometimes I forget to turn it on. So that's <laughs> what it is. You guys, people blow me up. Like I had a missed call from Kevin Day the other day. and I'm like, oh, that ain't good. So <laughs> looking forward to the interview, by the way. Tuesday with Kevin Day,
2: so Tuesday, nice,
0: nice, nice. Yes. yeah. Shane always has his phone set to Dungeons and Dragons, so he doesn't not on purpose, anything. just because.
2: You know he's a bard; he's got to be a bard.
0: Um, so let's talk about anything recent come up that you guys find interesting within the UFO UAP topic. Um, I think before we took a little bit of a break here for holidays, we were gonna. Maybe talk about uh, doing like a moment of contact review. We should probably still do that. But um, I thought that that documentary was, wasn't bad. There's was some passionate people in there. <clears throat> Regardless if you think there was a real alien or a couple aliens or not or whatever, something definitely happened. So um, yeah.
2: Let's start with the craziest headline that I've seen. All right. uh, Russia says they shot down a UFO. Takes on that, Shane.
1: My only thing is the only thing that throws me off that gives away that it may not be a UAP UFO for me is they shot it. (laughs) That I'm not saying it's not, it's just all of a sudden we can, and it's just I don't know. Maybe we'll have to wait and see. I don't, I don't know. Have
2: you seen the videos?
1: Yeah, I saw it actually. Have you seen the video and that came it, out? See, I saw the video and it reminds me actually of um
0: Was it Putin? Kind of what I've seen. Shirtless on a horse shooting rockets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. I don't know. It could be, but let's wait and Putin see. Drum. Now I'm not saying it's not because it does look like but I've also seen I, I don't remember what it was. Somebody had posted it on Twitter. Um and it was um essentially it was almost like some form of a, it had propulsions all around it, but it's ball-shaped. It was small, about that size, maybe. And the way it flew, it and it could hover, and it it would do, you know, sh- shoot jets of like a fuel out with a, you know, just fire, right? And it's loud as hell, though. But see, I, I don't know. I'm not saying it's not, but how the hell all of a sudden are they, you know— what do you think, Mike? Have you seen the video? I mean, Can I want to hear you at? just describe it. I want to hear you describe it. Again. No. Talk uh, about I, the I ball
0: shooter. I mean, I did see you what, what talk you guys... About... I, I did we're going what...
1: to censored now on YouTube, huh? Uh, I did
0: see what uh, you guys were talking about. I mean, I don't know. Um, I think if, like, what Toby was... Sur- you know, like you're saying, could something like that be shot down? Um you know because you hear the explanations from our own military of the capabilities and maneuvers and it just you know it sounds like whatever we've experienced can evade easily so i don't know
1: yeah and and i agree mike it's it, that's what i'm having a hard time with is the fact that you know location for one what's going on in location that's a, that's a strike tune for me right and then the fact that you know it's been a lewdness for x amount of time maybe i'm missing something but that's three for me so and i am pretty skeptical even about my own stuff so and that's what part that's part of the nightmare in my brain when it doesn't allow you to think it's what you're seeing you're continuously yeah, thinking of something else
0: thanks for the right.
2: let's be honest russia is using cold war technology still right like Shane's saying, we have all this advanced aircraft, we have advanced drones, we can't shoot one down, but they shoot a sell-by-date expired missile up into the air and they magically knock one down. Yeah. I, Aside from that,
0: drone. we've talked about this too. Let's say some country does have reversed engineered craft or technology or whatever, if it was Russia or China, they'd be using it right now. You would see some sort of advantage of theirs in some type of way. You wouldn't see Russia, like, losing to, to Ukraine. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that was the yeah. case. So, like,
1: I don't know. I feel like... Yeah, you're right. No, uh, I, I 100% agree with you, Mike. That's a, good, that's a good point. So people should understand that. So if people did have this tech that wasn't the United States, the only person that would want to keep this tech archived in secret would it be the person at the top who's already winning by standard means and i say that because what that means is why show your ace when you're fine winning with a pair of tens right so Russia's is definitely not that China's definitely not that right so that's a good that's a damn good point mike that's i mean what? i Hunsinger. could see i could
0: see us doing that like if we have it we wouldn't use it because we don't need to we still have the best Shit aside from that, you know. So Exactly.
1: And and now the other thing is, well, you have a hard time also believing that Putin is obviously losing and he's a joke, really. So if he had that kind of technology, right, he would be absolutely using it. And we would have saw it a long time ago. A long time ago, some form or fashion.
2: Well, yeah, because I mean, he really went from like, Russia's this big bear, don't poke them; they're this military super force, and then the invasion of Ukraine happened, and people were like, oh, shit.
1: Let me ask you, Mike, Um, as far as like the topic goes, does the fact that, I mean, what is the fact that we've been seeing, I guess, recording even governmentally? They've been hiding it, right, since almost the beginning of freaking time, apparently. What does that tell you about the phenomenon? I mean, I don't know. I,
0: You know, <clears throat> the whole connection to the government things something that— I mean, I do, think... does
1: it—do you think that—do you think the phenomenon, per, I guess, all these archetypes and all this— see, a lot of stuff that you know and you research and you talk about, do you—I think the phenomenon actually plays into
0: so, I mean look I think it, like, I mean I think it's
1: more I'm not saying they built the pyramids that kind of stuff I'm saying like worshiped as gods right or No I mean
0: of thing. well let me my answer I think that all of it is psychological <laughs> I think that um I'm not saying that it's made up per se but I think that playing off the mind is a huge factor when you're talking about the stuff you know you could talk about we've talked about uh, operation trojan horse the beginning of it where they're talking about all the airships across the midwest and the u.s um you know we've we've talked about the early ufo cases the aurora the roswell the all that kind of stuff i mean people are definitely seeing and definitely experiencing something um it's interesting that that idea or picture evolves as we evolve through technology too. like what we think of as the latest technology or fantasy technology is usually what comes up during these experiences. So again, I'm not saying it doesn't exist or it's made up in the mind. However, I'm saying that the way that we interpret it is evolving along with whatever it is. So maybe it's some sort of symbol, um, so, you know, like Jungian archetypes, like you said, archetypes, like maybe it's some sort of symbol that we're assigning a disc or a craft or whatever to, but in reality, we can't understand or see its true nature based on the way we've evolved, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah. I mean, you look right now and people like Shane, they are amazed by a cell phone in their hand. They can't stop I'm actually tweet. It. I'm t- I'm <laughs> tweeting
1: this out. You know what, buddy? What do you think I'm doing? I'm actually getting ready to text this and tweet this out, letting everybody know on UFO Twitter. We're getting ready to talk about the projects, the good stuff we're up to, UFO Twitter's been up to, all the other good t- going on. Yeah, Shirk. buddy. No, yeah. I just happen to be ignoring you guys because I want to be on my iPad in the middle of a podcast. <laughs>
0: you just invented a word. It's, trying to, it's, it's bro trying to buddy. Get a, it's I'm trying it's to called some buddy. People get
1: some cool people. Who, who should I add? Who should I try, invite to come watch? Tyler? I'm doing
2: Tyler
1: right now. Oh my God. <clears throat> right now, right, I... Tyler Henry. Okay. Now, who else? Okay. Take,
2: take
1: Rob and
0: your Medicine, Shannon. old man. Um, but yeah, I don't think, I don't know. I know you guys joke around and say I'm more skeptical, but I'm more skeptical because, like I said, it's human. Like, if you had something. That's good, though. If you ha- but if you had something that advanced not many people, unless there's a system in place, like what we're mentioning, some sort of secret, whatever, um, not many people would be able to keep that under wraps, in my opinion.
2: I agree. I mean, it's it's the ultimate weapon, right? Like, you say the Tic Tacs were ours, you cruise one of those around a war zone, and people are like, oh, shit, we better put our weapons down. If not... Yeah, or let's say
0: Putin had a UFO... (laughs) You know, you think that this guy if he had one that he wouldn't be he wouldn't be using it or like flaunting it around like flossing it? Well, I I mean I've we, there's reports coming out within the last couple of days saying that he's probably gonna be gone uh, very soon from cancer. So
1: Who knows though? I, I mean that could all true. be you know, it could taste, be so as I'm almost finished and I can get to talking. Yeah, but I'm trying to, you know, get as many people doing what I'm supposed to do as a producer. But I'm just saying, like, think about, like, these... As a podcaster.
0: These authoritarians or dictator types. Like, if they had that shit, they would be using it. There's no question in my mind. It's not like, oh, we're going to hold I agree. That. Like, they're talking about using, like, <laughs> nuclear weapons to destroy people. Like You don't think that they'll use something like a UFO? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's where... Um, that's where I become more skeptical that there's all these rec- recovery crafts out there. I'm not saying they don't exist or we don't have one or whatever. I'm saying that I don't think that they're as prevalent or all these countries have them or something along those lines.
2: Personally, I'm hundred percent convinced just on the things I've heard from people that lived in Roswell when the crash happened and sources I've talked to. I, I think we definitely do have recovered craft and I think most countries do um, whether they were able to reverse engineer it or not, that's a whole nother question. I mean, I think Lou Elizondo, Lou Elizondo gave a perfect analogy. If a 747 crashes in the rainforest and it's a tribe that's never been contacted by anybody on the outside before, they're not going to know what it is, you know? They may turn it into a shelter and be like, oh, wow, look at this amazing gift we received. If something's that more much more advanced than us, we'd probably look at it the same, you know? Maybe... Oh, wow, look at these wires. Oh, they're fiber optics. We'll turn them into, you know, use something for networking. I don't know. Just a thought.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think when you talk about, like, people getting ideas or downloading ideas or whatever, it's always, like, via consciousness. So, like, the great geniuses, the people coming up, you mentioned fiber optics or transistors and different things like that. um, You'd see more of, like, visionary thinking or somebody like meditating or doing a psychedelic or getting an altered state of consciousness and then coming up with that idea, you don't really <clears throat> see people like, Oh, I was taken up to into a craft and then I came down and I discovered the double helix or, you know, I, I invented um, the transistor. You know, it's usually people that have had s- what they feel like is some connection to something metaphysical and then that's what comes out of it so
2: yeah and then you have I think was it uh Jim Penniston that said during the Rendlesham forest incident when he approached the craft he touched it and binary code downloaded I I I just I don't buy that I don't buy that at all
0: yeah aren't we supposed to be talking to that one guy the the burrows or whatever
2: yeah, uh, actually, yeah, we will have John Burroughs on. I've so we can ask him, him about person.
0: that. I and look forward I, to that, actually. Too. I thought the way that I've heard that that story went down is that whole download of the binary code to, that correlated and then, like, Linda Moulton Howe was on an episode of Ancient Aliens with a computer programmer, and they're like, let's decode this this binary, and they're like, oh, these are all locations of megalithic structures from across the world. Now, I don't think Burroughs is on board with that narrative, if I'm mistaken. I think he said that that was either made up later or came to Penniston later, or I don't think they're on the same page about that.
2: Yeah, my, my understanding is nobody knew about that until years down the road. So, I mean, if it happened instantaneous right at the event and he didn't bring it up for how many years, and then, I I don't know. To me, To me, it just never added up. And I guess, like you said, we can ask John Burroughs when we have him on, but I, I just,
1: I don't buy it. Yeah. Well, and I'd like to, I'm, I want to talk. I, I'm looking forward to talking to.
0: You're looking forward to Burroughs? talking? You're not. We're going to mute yeah, you right now. I'm looking forward to
1: talking to Burroughs <laughs> just from the, the point of view, just of the VA, the battle with the VA. And then what that win kind of actually means i mean but no one really talks about it really
2: yeah i mean it's fascinating could you imagine not being able to see your own medical records yeah it sucks cuz they so uh, I mean,
1: no i you mean i access I, them like I, kinda cuz de- i like i said the va's a nightmare i just got wounded warrior literally just fixed a three year nightmare that's a common occurrence at the va for me you know and it's been going on for 3 years cuz of the pandemic so I, I can i can definitely see it's all about them, it's bureaucracy, and it's also about the country and protect them. So, again, the number you is nothing compared to the overall government. I'm a patriot, but again, they'll do that all day long. People need to understand that, just like they will lie to you about disclosure. I mean, not having craft and bodies.
2: Senator John McCain to come forward and help Burroughs to actually get the care he needed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, to John, me that's crazy. John McCain? If there, if there's smoke, there's fire. That's all I think. That's crazy too. And you know, here's the thing though. I do believe John McCain at the time, he was was he on the Gang of Eight at the time, I think? That's the only reason he was able to even kind of get this to go through because he kind of had, was he was the closest you could get. The Gang of Eight should always have access to all those programs. So, Essentially, this is the this is the cut and dry of it. Anyone that wants to know about what what means, what's the difference between a legal and illegal program? An illegal program is anything that does not have checks and balances that people who are not elected do not oversee it. So, a legal program means that it has checks and balances. It's going to have, I do believe, the Gang of Eight are the ones that are allowed to see those and there are specific people designated compartmentalized. Right. So for some of this stuff, but I am a firm believer that this stuff for at least who knows how long has been controlled by people that aren't elected decided whether it's disclosed hidden, um, what technology goes to what company to advance them. If, and by that, I mean, if they were giving them out like if if we had crash craft and they're i'm on firm believe they are got to be in uh civilian hands to keep them quiet so someone got an edge somewhere oh, even I, if multiple companies got an edge go ahead tobes
2: i agree 100 i i think it was all pushed out to the private sector there's no uh government accountability then yeah they can still work with the government to use it but you're not gonna go searching through FOIAs and having legislators and senators, you know, setting up committees to find it because you know what? That's a private company, a private entity. You're not privy to that information. And just from everything I've heard, it did all move into that, but I mean we we don't know, but it seems to point that way.
0: Yeah. I mean <clears throat> you know, and it doesn't even for me with the retrieval whether it's alien like the other thing is is like humans um are interesting too i mean the airship thing's interesting uh from the sense of where there are advanced humans like more advanced like meaning that like okay so we live in a society right now where we think we know you think you know all the tech top technology right toby you know uh the stealth bomber you know the latest what's the name of the one that they just unveiled recently You know, you know, somewhat mostly what's in the sky or whatever, like that. But once in a while, but once in a while, we'll see crazy shit that we can't explain, that we don't know what it is or where it came from. Same thing was happening. You know, same thing's always been happening. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, is there always some group of humans that's more advanced than others and the rest of the people are always living in a cargo cult? Is it a scenario in which, again, our mind is trying to catch up and playing, uh, put the pieces together in, in a way that we can understand. Um, I don't know. I don't have any of those answers, but I think that, uh, that's the way to approach it. Um, you know, I don't think the people, I don't think it's helping anybody when they say that, you know, they'd for sure know this or for sure know that because somebody told them this or somebody told them that I think we have to No, I agree. apply epistemology, which is the theory of knowledge. How do we know what we know? Um, so
1: how, how do we bring people that's a good point mike so let me ask you this this day and age you and i know all too well about the whole problem with facts science things like that so how do you bring people over that you still got to utilize that but for example you know where i fall on the woo train when i know that we don't have science for some of that what do we do there
0: oh i mean people will speculate that's what they're but I think that there's speculation grounded in possibility and reality. And then there's speculation, which is just pure speculation. It's like, me, might as well just come up with a science fiction story.
1: So What? We're going to fight, dude, when I see him, Roswell, bro. <laughs> You're going go to so fight, bro. You're, You're lucky, lucky I'm only three foot tall. You're so lucky I'm only three foot tall. Yeah,
0: I mean, why, I mean, if why, what, what did I say Twitter that makes lately, you so mad?
2: Anybody has been watching Twitter lately seems the scale representations
1: of you, Shane. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No, I'm just giving you shit. <clears throat> so yeah. I, I usually just give you crap world? because here's the thing. It's super important. Even Mick West, they're important. Now, Mick may go a little overboard with some of his analysis, but we currently, who pulls you back from the edge? Not everything's UFOs without people who are skeptical use science and these things that we use to keep our feet in non-la-la land right i
0: mean we have people on ufo twitter saying clouds are ufos so um birds i mean know, it's it's it gets, it gets, yeah whatever. birds aren't real bugs are like that's what some of these people, people that kills me it's like that clearly is a bird it clearly is a bug what are we doing here why are we wasting our time with this shit? but i mean
1: whatever that's not my fault. what do you think both of you guys, let me ask you, what do, what do you think the greater implications of the phenomenon are? Like, if we somehow, it, if it decides, if our alien overlords decide to disclose to us, bless you, if they decide to disclose to us, right, what do you think is the implications to society and to, to I guess, people as on a personal level?
2: More space pancakes you're
1: such a... I, I mean the implication
0: right. the implication is that there's i would say i don't not all because i do talk to people that's not the case but most of the people have substituted this with religion or their version of spirituality or some hope for something greater beyond this mundane reality and they've latched on to This topic in the sense that like they think that if we can figure out what UFOs or aliens are, it has some sort of greater meaning in, you know, the bigger picture, whether it be we'll find out what happens when we die, if anything happens or if there's a God or whatever. But excuse me, we might just be um, we might just pass be passing it off in the sense that like so, for instance, when you say, well, how did life arise on Earth? you could say abiogenesis which is what a lot of scientists believe that life arose here on this planet and then you have some people say no panspermia life already was you know prevalent throughout the universe and the building blocks or the organic compounds landed here via chondritic meteorite or whatever and then so but the saying panspermia is just passing it off and i think that that's the same thing um kind of what we're talking about that it's not um it's say we're saying i don't know how to say this in the way that i want to but we're we're basically saying that these things exist probability you know from a probability standpoint right like aliens or some sort of life exists but we don't know that for sure. We're assuming that based on math and what we know and what we've experienced throughout life. And then you take into account people having all these weird experiences that they can't explain and seeing greys and aliens and spaceships and UFOs and things like that. So if that if so if those two I think we conflate things together, they could be two completely different phenomena in the sense that like Physical aliens could exist, and what we're experiencing here on this earth could be somehow connected to our consciousness, you know, or something even weird that we don't even know about, if that makes sense.
1: It makes perfect sense. Now, Toby, answer the question. Whoever wins this gets a prize. (laughs) If the prize is you, I'm not going to (laughs) answer. That was the prize. You win anyway, sweets.
2: Well, guess what? If I can point the right direction, Mike. He's all yours. No, I, I think, um, I don't know. You hear stories about the big holdup and the Pentagon and government about disclosure is this hyper-religious people think that they're actually demons. They don't want to bring them forward. Um, I noticed in the comments, uh, I Horace actually said, I think it would be an announcement like the James Webb telescope and then they'd just be there. And I think earlier he said if they disclose I think there would be some sort of mass reveal and people would lose their shit. Oh, can I say shit? I guess I just did. <clears throat>
0: you can. You did. And I already have. Um I mean the problem again with even that. So if they came out, let's say and who's making this art this this announcement? Because if it's like somehow through the government, is it then begun to become politicized, which is I think a, a massive problem if it does become politicized um, because that's something that shouldn't be politicized at all. It should be a, a human thing uh, that brings people together, not divide people even more through, you know, maybe you have certain people saying, oh, they're demons and we got to protect ourselves. And then you have the other side saying, no, they're, they're light beings and they're going to save us or help us. And we, ha-, you know, so it's like, that could easily be politicized. So I don't know.
2: Let let me pose this to you, both of you. You're both going to be here in March and hopefully again in July. I know someone that has coordinates of what is allegedly a second crash site from July, 1947. Apparently metal has been dug up there and sent off to universities. I mean, you guys both know who I'm talking about. So if we, if we were to go there and we found metal showing anomalous, you know, properties, like say you fold it up and it unfolds, what would that change your opinion any? If you saw something that you really couldn't explain in person Yeah, I mean
0: that would change my mind, but then I what I Wait. think we should do with it is we should turn that metal into a pipe, find a bufo toad extract the dmt and then smoke dmt out of that pipe at the site see if we can connect
1: wait with the aliens. for real tobes wait let me ask you a question do you think yeah, that that place like has to- been metal detected out
2: no i honestly like, this place hasn't been searched by hard it's been searched by hardly
1: anyone because i promise you this bad boy will find it
2: I'm just saying we we have the resources. We have a. Did you see when that
0: went down by here. his crotch? It was like <laughs> e e e e e. Would you have a <laughs> do you have a chastity
1: bell, I got, Dad? I got balls of steel. Yeah, I got balls of steel. Matter of fact, that's what you're seeing up there flying around those meta balls. Well, let's ask the I chat. Got, Would I you guys be Christmas. interested
2: in us and in going doing that and documenting it? Would you watch that?
0: But Chase yeah, I mean back, no, back to back, back to my back to my point though too is like like I said, I don't think people most I'll say most I'll go as far as to say, but I don't think most of the people are actually interested in aliens I think it's has to do with the bigger picture like I think that it has to do with more of like a god of the gaps religion of the gaps now turning into alien or um, UFO of the gaps in the sense that you know this is evidence that there's more than what meets the eye and um, maybe these people are using that to fulfill their spiritual goal, if you will. I don't know. That's just what I think.
1: Chase, just text me yes. Hey, uh, uh, Chase, Chase what it is? <laughs> since, you're, since you're texting and you're watching, did you test your stuff out? Because uh, you can be. On, we want you on here. We want to interview just you, Chase. Let me ask you yeah, guys
2: I'm this.
1: you let me right now, Chase. Yeah, let me ask you guys this. How much disinformation do you guys think is involved in this, the phenomenon on UFO Twitter as a whole? And let's not say who we think's given disinformation, because that just, I'm not worried about controversy, but it's just bullshit, you know, anyway, because I may have to beat some people up up in here. You know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, I know for a fact there is.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, disinformation everywhere. And please don't say to... any
1: names either, guys, and Greer is one of them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> whether you're talking to insiders or just regular people, everybody knows there is to some degree, and I think people like Doty and the things they've done in the past is always going to leave people skeptical about anybody that's coming forward with supposed insider knowledge or information. And I feel like somebody will always be there to muddy the waters. Get off your damn
1: phone, Shane. Again, I'm in the chat right now. <laughs> Somebody's got to do this stuff. I'm I mean, in the chat, taking talking to my family that's up in here supporting us. There, Toby. What you want me to tell them? Toby said, "Screw off, please."
2: I mean, look, there's a, him, of, Shane, there's, there's a lot of. There's. i them all fifty-dollar gifts.
0: There's a lot of talk of these alphabets and those alphabets, and this person's paying these people to say this or do this or, um, you know, I think that. All that should exists. I think there, you know, when you're in Twitter spaces, I've mentioned this before. There's probably people that work for Twitter. There's probably people that work for Alphabet's. There's probably people that work for the government. There's probably people, you name it. There's other countries. There's all sorts of people interacting with people to gain information, uh, information and data. And I don't think that there's. I think that things that I've been preaching on Mind Escape podcast for the last we just celebrated our five-year anniversary and Shane and Toby jumped in on that episode but um, that was the that's the whole point of that podcast is let's talk about the mysteries of life and philosophy behind it but let's talk about it in a credible way um, through what we know like how can we prove this how do we know what we know kind of a thing and I think that not enough people on Twitter do that so and I've been trying to push that for a while like I don't know who's behind all these programs if they are if they're trying to put credible stuff out there if they're not but why wouldn't we why do we want to be losers why do we want our people to be dumber or misinformed or whatever like we should really think about that because if we want to compete on the bigger picture and the bigger scale of the world we should want the smartest most intelligent most informed people Um, does that start with teaching philosophy in elementary and middle school? I think it does. Uh, but I also think that they can start by not fucking with people too. Uh, I think that that, that's part of it as well. Mike,
1: I want to say this. One of the most impressive things about you, your handle on philosophy, because I love philosophy and I'm sad that it wasn't until after my experience that I actually got this interest in learning and philosophy and all these other things, because I missed out a lot, and I always thought—never said it out loud—until I heard you, like just now, like kids. If they started kids learning philosophy in school, I mean, uh, break down what philosophy is for the viewers. I mean, some of them know, but not not all of them know the applications and what it actually. I mean, philosophy—the word
0: just literally transcribes from ancient Greek to "love of wisdom," and <clears throat> just a basic breakdown. Philosophy is actually the precursor for science. Um, Thales was known as the first natural philosopher, a.k.a. scientist. And, he, you know, he was a pre-Socratic, which means he lived before Socrates in ancient Greece. Um, and you have the pre-Socratics, which are the people before Plato, Socrates and Aristotle, um, kind of saying, you know, no, 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 Zeus and Poseidon and all these gods aren't responsible for these natural phenomena like the ocean knocking a ship or whatever. It's actually, there's a natural explanation for it. And here's what that natural explanation is. Um, And then you have that grow. And then that, you know, you still have philosophy, but then that natural philosophy or observation turns into what we know as science and via the scientific method and stuff like that. So, the problem I see in modern society is you have a lot of scientists that don't really even understand philosophy. Um, and you have philosophers who don't always grasp onto the science. So I think like anything else, it's people not listening to each other talking over each other or scientists thinking that they're past, uh, philosophy, they don't need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever the case may be. But my whole point was we're not giving, if we want to be, um, a country of champions. We're not giving our people the tools to succeed, which would be the way to think about things like think critically, like, you know, everybody doesn't have to be a nerd, a UFO nerd, a book nerd or whatever, but to have the general, um, ideas of how to talk about these things. I think that that's important. So
1: the way I look at philosophy is this, someone can tell you how the world works via Bible, parents, whatever, or you learn philosophy and you really learn how the world works. And by that, I'm talking about some of the the very meta, you know, some of the important shit that really matters. And uh, I think it's one of the most important things that I ever discovered, though. I can't believe I missed out on that most of my life either. I just wanted to thank right now. Actually, I'm thinking about two people in our chat, a family uh, they're coming up in here. Do me a solid retweet this. To help more people get in here. I'm gonna start talking about uh, experience uh, related to UAP med and like the trauma that can happen from experiences that can go unattended, right? So get some more people up in here uh, tonight. We're gonna to talk about some of the good stuff that you that we're doing, like from UFO Twitter Week on to our different projects, the documentary and things like that. We're gonna talk about positive things that we're doing. Uh, this is my family up in here, and these two guys are my brothers, so I'm glad you guys are all up well, in here. Well,
0: and just to – and we won't have to talk about it, but just to address all the negative stuff that's been going down. I mean, I can speak for Shane and Toby when I say fuck all – no, I'm joking. No, I can speak for Shane and Toby when I say <laughs> um, we had no idea about a lot of that stuff, and once we found out, we're like, fuck this. This is crazy shit, so um, – we're we're staying out of it purposefully cuz i mean i feel like you know people that i thought that i knew i don't know i didn't i don't
1: know apparently we're anything. talking about it, it's not exactly staying out of it
0: no but
2: um yeah there's not even no i'm just go. no
0: i want to make the i want to oh, make yeah. the, I, no i want to <clears> i'm going to i'm making the point that i'm just saying that you you know we all try and stay away from the drama uh but sometimes it is the just i wanted to make this point which is it's still the internet And unless you really know somebody, you don't really know them. And, um, yeah. so
1: Yeah. No, you're right. Um, I can say this. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to do that. I I could say shit. I was going to say that one of the disappointments is for me was that drama. Actually, they used the hashtag during our really positive thing that we were doing. And we did it. We did a positive thing, guys so the people in the chat huge part of that and i also wanted to shout out astral klaus did you see that freaking tom delong shout out klaus that's badass as shit but hey we knew it before he was cool right estimate we knew it before anybody else right because again we recognize people who are doing positive things for the community and that's what we're talking about tonight up in here so it's all good and all I care about is this message. I
0: mean, I'm going something... to go negative. Tom
1: DeLonge doesn't know anything about UFOs. Continue. <laughs> and that doesn't matter, but that gets the people who do exposure. My point is people, they get this message out in multiple formats, different formats. That's important. Sometimes it takes Barack Obama doing the Betty and Barney Hill, but doing it more about the inter- 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 interracial relationship, right? I get that. But that also brings people... Wait, is this real? That brings people on board. That's super important. Do you guys not think so? You have to have some entertainment because some of this can get dark, deep, and crazy. Crickets.
0: <laughs> I don't know where you're <laughs> yeah, going with the you're, dark, you're deep, you're and crazy. But, well, uh,
1: th- you made a point earlier. You talked about... Hold on a second. You talked about the air the airships right the space pancakes airships is one of them the the <laughs> the vastness of experiences and then you take those experiences and the difference between those experiences like valle talks about keel talks about that says a couple different things in my opinion and i mean you know it could be a multitude of, of entities we're de- we are dealing with it could be um. Go ahead, Mike. What got you needed? Text. You needed Toby here. To... <laughs> no, I just I I just got your text and it threw me off. I, I was like, "Wait, what are you talking about? What happened uh, to Toby?"
0: I don't know. He said he needed to do something. I think he's. That's, hey, yeah.
1: That's when Hey, you know what? It's okay. When I talk, people typically leave the room, so I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, if he needs to do illegal things off the
1: screen, I mean, whatever. Hey, Who am I? We all do sometimes. <laughs> I just happened to get mine done earlier in the um,
0: day. No, I mean, so, yeah, man, I mean, this whole thing's weird. Um, I, I've been watching it the whole time. I mean, I literally joined Twitter, like, right after that article came out. Not because of that. I didn't know anything about that article. I just joined Twitter for Mind Escape to promote the podcast and stuff like that. And then I saw this whole... Which I was interested in UFOs. I saw this whole thing going down. I'm like, oh, this is interesting, and um, yeah. Hey, started.
1: tell everybody about your documentary because <clears throat> let's talk about the synchronicities about how I met you, and the stuff we had talked about on your uh, podcast the other day. Which is my mind escapes amazing. By the way, guys, check that shit out.
0: Um, yeah, I mean the the documentary's coming out. It's going to be premiered at the roswell ufo expo march 10th through 12th i think toby said that they're going to play it twice i believe he said there that weekend um and yeah so it's coming along uh, real nice um we've got it edited down to like three i think three and a half hours now which we still need to cut like another hour um and yeah, I mean, the, the the whole point of the documentary is to talk about the stuff I've been talking about, which is stuff having to do with the mind and our own minds and how can we trust the things that we experience and perceive. And again, not that they're not real or not there, but, um, you know, basically the, the documentary is about letting people explain their sightings or experiences or trip report or whatever, entity experience or whatever. Let them tell that, Um in the most compelling way possible. And like most people experience something like this at some point in their life, whether it be a UFO in the sky or, uh, an entity sitting on their chest, whether it be sleep paralysis or something else, um, stuff like that. Um, and I just wanted to tell, let people tell their story and not like frame it, not be like, see all this stuff exists or be like, see the, you know, these people are creating, you know, it's like, it's just like I'm presenting, people's story and allowing them to tell it while also I guess curating it in a way that um, frames it in in a sense that makes it seem um, more along the lines of what I think it is, which is like connected to like mystery and mystery tradition stuff and things like that, as opposed to pop culture ideas of, aliens and UFOs and things like that. Like I think it's more esoteric and occult than it is pop culture. And I think that that's kind of the way that it's going to be portrayed in this. And it's, you know, the documentary is called as within so without uh, from UFOs to DMT. And that comes from most people don't know, but that the saying as above, so below, that's the second part to it, which is as within, so without. And I thought, Yeah, you could say as above, so below, but what does that have to do with UFOs being up in the air and down below? I mean, I guess you could make some sort of connection there. But uh, as within, so without, I thought was very, very applicable because, you know, the phenomena is a reflection of what we're into and stuff like that. Like in terms of, you know, you could talk about the passport to Magonia or the control system stuff or any of that stuff. And I feel like a lot of it's kind of like mirroring um, our internal state or our internal mind. Or maybe, you know, you, you're studying grays and then all of a sudden you have a, you know, an experience at night and it's a gray or, so, you know, stuff like that. So I just wanted to make those connections while also, again, letting people tell their stories. Because um, a lot of these people have weird stories and they've never told I, anybody I, okay. about
1: it. So You just said that. How'd you meet me?
0: Uh, who are you again? No, I, uh, so, uh, Shane reached out to me and said he really liked mind escape. And then we just started talking, uh, from there, um, doing like Twitter spaces and stuff like that. Um, and he started showing me all these like orb videos and stuff like that. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. You know? And then, yeah, we just started hitting it off and, uh, Pretty much here we are now. He lured me into doing this podcast with him. And...
1: I did. I trapped you, bro. Trapped me. You know what, though? Again, I'm in his documentary. I'm super psyched about this. So his documentary, I, I can't begin to explain the synchronicities that, that, that led me to this point, right? So we'll kind of talk a little bit about it. So if you have questions, I'll check in chat. Put them in chat as I go along. Mike may have some and Mike may have something he wants to talk about that bring up as I go through it. because it I'll kind of lead into the U- whole UAP med thing. Right? Mm-hmm. So I met Mike through the spaces. Uh, I started doing spaces with Sam Tupacabra and stuff like that. And then I ended up meeting Mike. and I were like, this guy's smart as hell. He likes philosophy. A lot of things I do fish. I like fish as well. And I shared my experience with him and he was talking about how they were doing a documentary and they, you know, later on, we eventually talked about adding me later on to this, right? So I, I made some of the videos for this documentary, and my experience has been going on this entire time. So it still continues to this day, Yakima Valley. Um, you can check out the book, uh, I think it's Earthlight Theory, Yakima Valley UFO ins- uh, fl- Flaps is what it's called, I think, it's- by Dr. Greg Long. So as I stumbled through two years of heck some of the worst times of my life right not knowing what i was experiencing because again i didn't know it was uap or what a uap was i i thought i was being stalked by humans and i was on the border of being put in institutionalized for being schizophrenic and it took a doctor saying you don't you don't turn schizophrenic at your age and all these you know the videos and all these other things right so it began it was a shit show um because again we have a very, I guess you'd say, a big, big gap between what even the basic population believes and doctor. You can say to doctors and uh, mental health professionals. So, um, as I'm going through, I guess this experience, it's pretty traumatic. I, I don't know what's going on. I got to the point, probably one of my lowest points. Probably about, I don't know. About a year and a half ago, I thought about taking my life for the first time. And I've been through quite a bit. But again, to survive so much and then all of a sudden for everyone to say you're crazy, what your is not that, you know, all these other things happening in my life. And I also knew I couldn't talk to my doctors because I'd left care for wound Warrior not too long before, but I'd also went after that to some uh, VA care for inpatient for a minute so couldn't figure out what it was and it was very traumatic and I tell you that even now I I wonder about what I'm seeing, right? Because there's really no way the government doesn't validate it. So as I stumble through all of this, I end up becoming friends with Toby. Mike, Toby reaches out and wants to do a documentary. First he reaches out about doing prospecting. And I didn't think anything of it at the time so i was like oh hell yeah because i love to prospect and shout out to kevin day because i'll be talking to him on tuesday i'll be doing an interview that'll be cool as hell and i hope to be talking some prospecting too just on the you know on the side but when he did i was like yeah let's do a podcast i reached out to mike because mike had asked me to help on his and i had been for a minute and we've been friends and i was still going through my experience still recording orbs seeing cigar shaped craft triangle craft wife kids all of them you know all of them seeing that right so um as this is all going on i end up finding um i guess you would say a book and the only reason i found the book is i was in uap med uap meds actually uh, an organization that's just an outreach organization for mental health and medical professionals just to let them know the phenomenon exists To let them know hey you know, think about this real quick because you could be giving somebody medication or they could be getting a diagnosis that they don't necessarily understand. Um, and then, um, Toby, I just got your text too. Stop texting. I'm going to put you guys on. Do not disturb. You're going to throw me off. Anyway, the um, great Toby, I just lost you, bro. I just lost where the fuck I was at. <laughs> I'll get right back to you. Hold on.
2: We have a game we play during these podcasts. Who can get who to slip up? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) and that just worked too, man. Anyway,
1: (laughs) back to it. Now I remember where it was. You threw me off. I end up with this documentary. In the documentary, I'm talking to your cousin Maurice and you in a, I guess it's a three-person D, or I guess text. And they're asking for, I guess, I say B-roll. So I send them some videos and a couple of my videos of the orbs or what stuff whatnot and as maurice happens to say hey that kind of looks like uh or no you'd like dr greg you got he talks about plasma balls all the time and mike had made the comment yeah he talks about plasma balls in yakima valley well i just so happened to post the book he needs to read this book and because again the book was what i guess really opened up that what i was seeing was real right because they were talking about it for years yakmal nation's been talking about whatever this is for years so i just so happened to be in a documentary with a guy the one guy who wrote the book of my experience my location the one area through my experience i i met mike and that's just crazy i all get out so i can't begin to explain it
0: yeah <clears throat> um yeah that was weird so like um, Shane, I was watching the cut, um, Maurice sent me from Dr. Greg Little's, um, portion of the documentary and he's written a ton of books, but yeah, I mean, he talks a lot about plasma and plasmoids and stuff like that. And he was talking about Yakima Valley and I remember Shane, cause I mean, that's a unique word. I remember Shane mentioning that. I'm like, that sounds like where Shane's from. So I just text Shane. I'm like. Uh, you know, is this what you were talking about? He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're gonna put Shane and Dr. Gregory back to back in the documentary because they, you know, same area, same thing, kind of a thing. So, Toby, nothing no, dead.
1: you don't have nothing to say, but you got lots of text, Toby.
2: Yeah, Toby. Yeah, Toby, you're
1: dead. You're dead, really? <laughs> <laughs> you threw me completely off. Well, again, let me ask you this. Okay, anybody inside? So, here's a couple questions we had in the chat. This is what I'm doing, Toby. This is what it's required to do, Toby. So, don't give me shit again for being on my phone. There are people who put questions in the chat. Have you captured the cigar-shaped sure craft on this? video? <laughs> Actually, no, I have not. But I didn't realize it was cigar-shaped craft until later on. And the only reason I realized that was because it started out as a series of pulses going across the sky in all directions, different heights, and different amounts of pulses. So it would be one, five, three, just random numbers. I was like, what the hell? That can't be a satellite. I mean, obviously not. And then one evening, my wife and kids saw it with me, and then another evening following... As I'm sitting there, I'm watching this same thing go on. And as it goes to one part of the sky, I look up and it's not one, it's like seven. And it's clear that as there's enough, as it's pulsing, it, the whole thing's lighting up and I could tell there was cigar shaped. And that's when I was like, oh, it's cigar shaped. It's not just a little light. So what I thought was seemingly some little dark object that would pulse. Was it was cigar shaped and was just pulsing from front to back at one time, so it, it kind of threw me off a little bit. I haven't got a video of it, and here's the only reason. I guess I'm lazy. <laughs> That's the only reason. I I'll sit wow, outside. good, good reason. And I get well, I get dumbfounded. Well, I check it out. I got my new camera. Uh, I've just got to get a telephoto lens on for it. I mean, I got the cinematic lens. I got to get a telephoto because that's got our IR capabilities. But what ends up happening is this. So I will promise you guys I'm working my butt off because I do go out to try and I end up catching. Now I have this ability, but most of the time, it's like for most people it's accidental. You're doing something else and it catches you off guard completely. I think when I saw those cigar shapes for the first time, I was actually in a space doing a space and that happened multiple times. And I'd end up, <laughs> end up canceling or locking out the space or just closing the space on accident trying to record it. So what happens is you do get in awe. The first time I see something, this sounds silly because I've seen enough of stuff, right? So <clears throat> whenever I see something for the first time, I'm almost dumbfounded to the point I'm like, I've been going through an experience for three years and still I'll see things sometimes like when the first time I saw a cigar, I'm like, that's not real. What is that? That That's not real. So and it only gets deeper. I, I know I've seen a cigar shaped craft. I know my, I'm pretty sure my wife has recorded the same craft I saw probably three, four, five months earlier over the house at one point, And I was just like, it was a series of three bright white lights. And then she brings a video, you know, a shaky ass video, but a video coming home from no, no safety lights, things like that. So it's like, Hmm. Um, no on that question. Toby, you got any problems with me answering more questions? There are no more questions. You're okay, Toby.
0: <laughs>
1: well, no, I mean, to that, to that point though, I think
0: that the plan I've told this story maybe a couple times, um, I don't really consider this, like, a UFO, but I don't know what the fuck this experience was. Um, So, how long ago was this? Like seven or eight years ago, I was going to band practice at my drummer's house, and he lived by Great Lakes Naval um, Station, which is, like, outside of Chicago, like, north of Chicago. Um, and <clears throat> during... When I first walked into his house, you know, we're just hanging out or whatever. We normally would do the same thing is we'd go in. I'd say, hey, what's going on? Get something to drink. And then we all go down and smoke and then start band practice. Well, one day I walked into his house. This was the day after, like, one of his close friends had passed away uh, in Colorado. Um, And we're just standing there and talking. He was, you know, like kind of melancholy or whatever. And then all of a sudden we saw these two, like, little, like, light balls um that would like float you know like um uh lights that have the fans around them and people's like kitchens and stuff like that like it's just like a light fan combo um i was looking up at that and there was these little like white two white orbs and they used to spin around the outer rim we turned all the lights off we closed all the windows i thought it was him messing with me or some sort of like like laser or flash or something. No, I mean, he showed me his hands. I, like, I, I was almost like somebody trying to figure out a magic trick. I'm like, what the hell is going on? What is this? These two little like orbs like floating around. Um, And yeah, I couldn't come up with a rational, reasonable explanation. We tried closing things and putting my hand over the path of these things. And I didn't really see, I don't know. These things were probably the size of a silver dollar in size and there's two of them i mean this guy my drummer was convinced that they were his dead friend coming back to visit or something like that but i don't know bizarre stuff uh i don't know what to make of that i it could i guess still have been some light but all the windows were closed the lights were turned off we tried to block you know the the path of what light would have been and yeah i don't know bizarre experience
1: we might as well make my damn wife a moderator in the chat if she's gonna be hanging out stalking me up in that shit. <laughs> I was gonna another question up here. By the way, everybody, Tara, she that's can my fact wife. check
0: you. See, we'll see if you're lying about yeah, anything. That's,
1: that'd be my wife, so we we should actually that might be a good idea. Make her uh, a moderator in the chat so we have a moderator. Probably be two. Might need to definitely have not Toby. But anyway, hey, so,
2: instead of Shane, she gets better videos.
1: Yeah, she no, she got she doesn't know what she, Toby. I'll bust your butt. I got, I'm a photographer, Toby, photo, photographer, Toby. Anyway, there's another question. When did you first saw your first UFO UAP? Was this something recent, as in the first past few years, or did you have sightings as a child? Um, nothing. Is it? I didn't believe in this crap. None of it. Not until I was uh, so. M- my dates are fuzzy, so people can call me out my dates. Oh, you got your dates wrong. You got to remember, guys, 2010, I was sick as hell. By 14, I was probably an addict. So my dates weren't my priority. So I think 18, I was in Wounded Warrior Care. Then I spent almost a year inpatient uh, treatment, right? And I, ha- I didn't believe none of this stuff. And I was coming out of that 2020, and I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome, dude, just like anyone who's. Literally leaving mental health care or uh, addiction care. They're going to hit the they're around running. They're about to change the world, you know, that kind of stuff. And the pandemic happened. And at the same time, my wound, my, my, my I guess, service connection was messed up. So I had nothing. It was sucked. Didn't believe in shit. Matter of fact, my great grandfather was a combat veteran from World War II in uh, Korea. And he wrote a book and he talks about Foo Fighters. Twice he saw them. Didn't believe him. Thought he was crazy. I just started seeing stuff in the sky that I couldn't understand and I could not figure out what it was. I spent a lot of time. This is going to sound weird. Not thinking it was UAP. I thought it was humans stalking me. It drove me almost insane. (laughs) UAP's easier. Makes more sense. I thought humans were spending hundreds of thousands of dollars Uh, to go where I was going. We got
0: something to tell you, Shane. This is not going to be easy. It was you, uh, huh? Have you ever seen the Truman Show? That'd be sweat. That'd be crazy. The Air Force decided to carry out an operation in which you would be the Truman on their Truman Show. We're just fake people. We don't really love you. We don't like you. You're not our friend. This is the this is the Shane Show.
2: I said, "Who's the easiest target? Look at this guy."
0: Who believes in Bigfoot
1: and all the stuff? It's Shane. I didn't believe in none of that. Hey. I'm not joking with you guys. I did not believe in (laughs) shit till 2020. And through my experiences, I want you to know too, I posted on Twitter some video. There's not video in it, but sound. When I was in the mountains, one of my spots is Bumping Lake. It was a known hotspot for Bigfoot. You want to know why I went there? My wife, who is not a saint B, is down in that. She's like, hey, you know what? No one, I think she did it out of shits and giggles because I... I was UAP crazy at the time. Just having my experience like anyone. Oh, and blah, blah. Oh, well, guess what? You know, there's Bigfoot sightings there. Sure as shit. Lots of knockings, vocalizations, footprints, actual sightings at this place. So I was all about hell. Yeah, the very first time there that every night I, I recorded something. Oh, shit. Sorry, bro. <laughs> every night I recorded, recorded something. It? Yeah, every night I recorded something, right? And then. One day I'm going what out walking that? around I can kept...
0: Do I have to cut that oh. out of that? That's a copyright issue.
1: You may have to cut that shit out. How long was it? I don't know. Was <laughs> <Now laughs> that, <laughs> that a, was that it a song?
0: What was that?
1: Yeah, it was. It was. You may have to cut that out. We will have to cut that out. Thank you for yeah. fucking this episode up. Okay. Oh, that's fine. Not... Didn't mean to do that. I was trying to answer a question. Uh-huh. Anyway. let
2: just sign off now. Shane got us copyright. <laughs> 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 we
1: out, guys. That's what I do. I... I... I screw shit up, but my point being, I don't know what it was. All I know is it was a vocalization I didn't know from this state. It wasn't a cougar, bear, bird, nothing like that. It sounds at first like it's a dog, and then it goes into what sounds like a whoop, whoop, Yeah, there are two bears plowing, dog. <laughs> you really going to go with that? That's what you think it is? Dude,
0: why wouldn't I... Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard or seen two bears plow?
2: No, but apparently you have.
0: I haven't, but I can only imagine.
2: You sounded like you've seen it.
0: In my mind.
2: You're a dastardly in your dastardly dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in my dreams. Your wildest dreams.
0: Shane, did you want to play us another song that's copywritten
1: or? You. hey uh if you guys want you can put down in the chat if you think mike is being a total jerk off say ha 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 oh Ch- chase says ha, ha, ha. you're a jerk off cool
0: good one dog i guess i had to be there
1: <laughs> hey it was an accident bro no one likes to play you guys want to know what song it was at least at the very least it sounded Top-notch. like stained or something nope Keep going. And I tell you what, it was a cover. And the song original song was by Pink. But Lloyd the cover or... is by a man, the first name of Vance, Joy. What about us? That's what it was. It was the cover of What About Us. Total accident.
0: What are you listening to? Is that human music? That wasn't mine. Or... It was a
1: friend's man. I got a friend's iPad sitting here.
0: Oh, okay.
2: He says That'd you want a guest and tells you the exact name of who it is.
1: <laughs> so apparently Chase is going to be taking over the show too, Mike. What?
0: Your position on the show?
1: Probably. That wouldn't be very you hard, would hard. Why, Toby? Why you say that, man? Do, you, do you, Are you upset with me? <laughs> do I hurt you, Toby?
0: Dude, Toby hates podcasting. Have you not figured this out yet?
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. He, I'm starting to think he, he yeah, he hates me. That's what it is. You're breaking my heart, Toby. I still, you for, know what? I may any, move down for there For anybody
2: now. watching, let's let's be perfectly clear here. Shane is broadcasting from my basement, which he's staying in for free. So don't listen to him.
1: It's a nice basement though, where well, the corner is at least. The rest of it, there's. Feces and stuff like that, it's just like you do in a basement.
2: I was just say, this
0: guy's basement looks <laughs> amazing, it's all painted and then you see the second where the shot ends, it starts to turn into like crud on the wall and stuff. <laughs>
1: pretty much. Pretty much. That's the way overalls. Hey. You fake it till you make it, right? Or you make it till yeah, you make fake it. I don't know. No, I don't know. Let me ask you this, Toby. Why don't you talk about some of your projects that the UFO Expo, what we're going to be doing, and then the fe- your festival.
2: Yeah, about that, Shane. <laughs> Security's got some concerns about letting you in the door.
1: <laughs> I don't blame them, dude. I got a, I got a thick ass jacket. I,
2: yeah, they they crimes. printed it out. Your rap sheet's like thirty pages. Probably,
1: it's well, probably longer <laughs> than that, dude. No, no, I've done no. Some but crazy stuff. I've done seriously, some crazy. I, no, I believe it. You're banned from Walmart. like For life. Every Walmart property in Sam's Club for life. i am taking I'm you a, there yeah. when you come here. I thought your wife was supposed to fix that, bro. Didn't, She's didn't working do on it. it, bro. You know how silly it is? Like People don't get this, though. What happened to Mike?
0: I'm still here. <laughs> keep going.
1: And it's not even showing you, Mike. I was like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I know what's going on. I keep going. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that freaked me out a little bit i know what's I going like, on keep we're going. all falling off except for me guys <laughs> anyway where the hell was i toby can you give me a friendly reminder my adhd is going a little crazy walmart baby oh yeah they have good ass cameras don't let anybody tell you otherwise ai is good and i will tell you that was back in the day when i got banned so i don't mess around i don't even drive on the property that's how scared i am that shit <laughs> like no and i can't for life bro i don't think anyone understands like yeah it's just walmart yeah get tall target's great but walmart man uh, you don't have the convenient that's what you get for chase being a scumbag says, shane scumbag chase, shane right there chase says you still have costco you know what chase you got the prettiest hair of any young man i've ever seen
2: Red Panda Koala said, banned from Walmart. That would hurt.
1: <laughs> it hurts, bro. It hurts so bad, dude.
0: I don't even know if I've been <laughs> in a Walmart.
1: Shut up, everybody. Lottie da, Mr. Target. I-, I wish we could all afford Target.
2: He only shops. <laughs> oh, on no, bro. I-, I hate
0: Target, too.
1: Where do you shop at, man? Bed, bath, and beyond? You just sleep shit and sleep shit and eat?
0: <laughs> no, no Where do you um, shop Trying to I mean like what For what Sto- Like grocery stores Or what Are you thinking about you're, that You're missing You're answer.
2: missing the point Mike.
0: I'll go to Walgreens I heard you say that Well I like Walgreens
1: I tell you we what have one here True story guys If you're a homeless person And you need a top notch toilet Walgreens is where you want to go <laughs> I'll tell
2: you that you have for a fact. on the doors now i don't think they'll let you in
1: <laughs> yeah i
2: mean actually let me in they've now,
0: shut down actually. they've shut down a ton of them too because of guys, all the issues that they guys had. would not
1: look walmart i'm not going to name the hotels i'm banned from and they're not just like oh uh, yeah i'm banned from some man look people you better let me if know if you don't already you know this drugs show. are bad and being a strung out junkie who's homeless who steals for drugs and only does drugs, is bad. Don't do
2: them. I've got a serious announcement. Let's, you know, Been fun joking around, but let's knock it off. On behalf of the Sam's family in Walmart, Shane, I'd like to announce you're still banned.
1: Yeah, I know shit, dude. (laughs) Thanks for solving that problem for me. You're welcome. Maybe Red Panda can get on that shit for me. Hey, let's make a documentary about how unfair it is you when should. I'm banned. Red, Red Panda should
2: make the documentary about you being banned from Walmart. Yeah. Film you from Ooh. like the store Unb- across we'll the call street.
1: Unbanned Shane. He <laughs> fixed his life. Unbanned shame <laughs> Banned. To it sucks, dude. <laughs> it really, and people don't realize it, but the convenience factor, it really sucks. Like, if family, because think about family still goes, I can't go with them and sit in the car. They got cameras that sit outside that can still see your ass. I ain't getting a. That'd be a second degree. First, no. They told me a second. That'd be a second degree, first degree. That ain't no fun. Look in I ain't the taking chat. that because I fixed hey, my life. Tara, what?
2: I do a couple of Walmart grocery pickups a week, and then a laughing face.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I, don't I know he's go. laughing
0: at me. Well, yeah, you're you're not going anywhere, bro. That's
1: where she. You know why she does it? She does it to get away from me when she needs peace and quiet. She goes to Walmart because she knows I can't go. That's how bad she is, (laughs) beat. Jesus.
2: No, okay. Let's get serious here.
1: You just said that, and you weren't serious. (laughs) UFO
2: Expo, for anybody that hasn't uh, looked at the website or considered getting a ticket, it's a great price. I'm hearing it's going to stay $99 the whole time. Um, You get three days' worth of events. There's over 40 events going on under one roof. We're going to be there live broadcasting. Uh, these two are going to join me on stage to talk about the Roswell incident and the crash from 1947. Mike's documentary that he did with Maurice that Shane and I are producers on and the real driving force behind will be, we'll be making this world premiere. Um, there's going to be music. There's going to be food. There's going to be open bars. There's going to be. Uh, an amazing lineup of people, both in person and virtually. Uh, I mean, it, it's a great value, and I look forward to it. So, anybody that's coming to it, let us know, and let's let's all hang out while everybody's here.
1: I'm actually super
2: psyched. My buddy and Tom no Reed is
1: hosting it. Yeah, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good time. I'll, I'm gonna be there. It's gonna be a blast. I'm, I'm actually super psyched about. Anytime I can talk this subject with other people in person, it's amazing. No? Okay, cool I guess story, everyone hates cool story, me. Cool bro. story, bro. <laughs> cool story, bro. Hey, I was going to tell, hey, Tara, too, if you're listening, if you want to learn about the subject, you should check out probably Red Panda uh YouTube and his videos as well.
2: Top notch, top notch. And actually, uh, Red Panda Koala, if you have something new coming up, you want to premiere at our film festival in July, hit me up. I'll be looking for submissions. We'd love to have you on board.
1: About just the content. That's actually some of his stuff, how I was, how I broke into the subject. That's cool shit. Because I've only been it for a couple years, guys. It's not been long. And I know a lot of times um, UFO Twitter goes cray-cray. But man, there's still people doing good shit. And we all fuck up. So let's... I'm still proud of UFO Twitter and the stuff they do did. So UFO Twitter week was amazing. We got people making documentaries, comics. We got people who do podcasts. We got people who do all kinds of shit. That's just simply amazing because getting the message out's what the most important thing, right, Toby?
2: If you say so, you're the
1: boss. Not really. Cause I'm not getting paid to be the boss. <laughs> None of
2: us. What's started. going on with that? But no, UFO Twitter week was a huge success. We raised a bunch of money from wounded warrior. I feel like we held some good events. Um, I don't even know how much
0: yeah. Good job guys. I was, uh,
1: you know, I should check because I don't know. I if was I diarrhea
0: out. poisoned, but... You were sick as hell. Um, yeah, I've never been that diarrhea poisoned, I don't think. Um, but yeah, you guys did a good job. I was paying attention, so shout out yeah, to I you Yeah, I ended guys. up raising...
1: Well, last time I checked, I should re- actually recheck it because I've been retweeting that campaign and kind of... And I, so it was started during UFO Twitter week, and it was 3,500 last time I checked. That was... And I had to up it from the original 2000 because I was like, whoa, I may have more. And sure as heck, I did.
2: No, the, the community has been great. And I have a feeling in March we'll be doing another fundraiser to pay Shane's bill in Roswell. So <laughs> I hope we can still count <laughs> you on <will>. you then. <laughs> you will.
1: And Contact in the Desert. I'll be there. I'll be at McMinnville. I'll see um, you I've told you. Contact. Yeah, I'm gonna be. Con- yeah, we'll be there too. Cause you said you're going. I was like, screw it. I got a couple's one, so hopefully my wife lets me take somebody else. We'll see.
0: You guys got yeah. the room with the UFO jacuzzi.
1: Hey, Toby, we should have got the couples together, bro. Damn. You know, but funny <laughs> story. The- everybody.
2: No. <laughs> everybody knows I live in Roswell, right? And I work at the Roswell Daily Record. Uh. Marijuana's legalized here recreational. We just ran a story on a company that wants to open a UFO-shaped marijuana dispensary, so just thought that's I'd throw that t- out there because we all know Shane's going to visit it when he comes.
1: That's my kind of town. I ain't kidding. My heart belongs in Roswell. You sound
0: like you're from there and you look like it, too. <laughs>
1: I, I probably look like I'm from a craft. I'm a hybrid starseed. Fr- I'm a starseed. Starseed.
2: You don't want to know where Mike looked like he's from. You're the
0: you're the bald gray looking thing that they found outside of the crash. They revived
1: you. You know, I hate you. I I hate you. <laughs> I'm a starseed. <laughs> don't be jealous. What do you guys think? Do you do you, do you think that's a thing? Genetic manipulation?
0: I mean, is, is genetic? Yeah, because no, we're, we're doing specific, it right you know now. know
1: what I'm talking about. Let's get, we're going to go deep. You well, know what I'm talking about. Genetic manipulation no, by it, an, an uh, HIV. Do I
0: think it's happening right now? I don't know. I mean, there's probably no way for us to actually know if that was happening. But I will say this. Um, that idea is kind of anthropomorphized through our own ideas and stuff that we do but we do that so if we can do that and there is something else out there you better believe they're doing that so I heard Shane's a GMO no he's just a, a schmo all right yeah. um but do you think do you think that that's happening like do you think that it's actually happening not like speculative but like we're the product of that I mean look realistically i mean i'm i mean i definitely believe in evolution i definitely
1: believe I'm in gonna give you the real bro you're not uh, gonna like it
0: hold on hold on i definitely think though we also are so unique and so different compared to the other things on the planet like there's some things that can use tools on the planet like animals and stuff like that mammals can use tools and stuff like that but we're the only thing that makes things that makes things like we make tools that make tools. So like there's that, there's like a whole layer uh, of intelligence that we have beyond the next closest thing, in my opinion. So even though you look at, they show those videos of like the, the chimpanzee fingers that have alopecia, they look exactly like a human's hand, you know, like that makes me think like, Oh, we are just primates in a way. But then on the other hand, like the way we reason and the the intelligence that we have something obviously um happened whether it would be natural or celestial or you know there's sometimes i think and this is a little bit of a rap but sometimes i think too did something happen in the cosmos like some sort of quasar or starburst or something happened that's like dropped shit on our planet or did something through radiation or something along those lines that affected our DNA and changed us a little bit differently than everything else. I think that's a possibility too.
2: Well, let's just let's award the comment of the night to Tara for Well Shane. Good thing our son says John Cena is his real dad.
1: <laughs> that is true, he does. I, I, like I heard that dude's I father. heard that
0: dude's loaded in more ways than one too, so
1: <laughs> yeah, all I know is that hey, I don't give a shit as long as I get some of that money. That's all I give a shit about. I got cameras to buy. Anyway, what I was, damn, I got off subject because we started talking about John Cena, man. I already got to deal with him <laughs> every day. My son be throwing him in my face. Like, you're not my father. John Cena is my father. i like, where the hell did you get that? Thanks for reminding me, Toby. Tara, you can you're not your going to be a moderator. <laughs>
0: And she didn't say John Cena's your dad. She said that John Cena's the dad. Yeah, my son. My son's.
1: So I don't remember what you were just talking about before you got me off topic.
0: I was talking about how humans could have, we were talking about like evolution and stuff. And I was talking about like quasars or some weird shit could have happened in the cosmos that it could have had an effect on. So
1: I agree. What I was trying to say is this. It's hard for me, someone who has seen the absolute beyond unexplainable, recorded stuff that's already unexplainable, and then also seen even <laughs> more unexplainable to just say outright anything isn't possible. Do you get what I mean? And I'm not saying I, that's the number one theory in my mind, but again, I've heard worse ones, and I I think a lot more in, in depth of this, and probably, you know, I give you shit about the woo because You should probably give me shit about how deep I go into the woo. You know, just like there's the material world and then there's... Hold on.
0: I don't have a problem with woo. I have a problem with people, you know walking woo out there and masquerading it as the truth. That's the problem I have. you want to say, okay, yeah, Hey, I'm speculating like or quantum or, everything, right? This is a fun thought experiment or this is a cool thought I thought about last night. Or I heard this. What do you, what do you guys think about? Or, you know, whatever stuff like that's fine. It's when somebody's like, you know, post an article like this says this and you know we're the genetic you know manipulation there's seven races out there because somebody in a dream was you know like shit like like come on like that's the stuff where I'm like okay what are we doing here you know so it's like the it's I've said this before too there's real metaphysics and uh, possible explanations for metaphysical things like UFOs aliens weird stuff metaphysical things and then there's Speculation, and then you have people in UFO Twitter that are speculating, but then adding speculations on speculations on speculation on speculation. So you're getting to the point where, after two speculations, you're so far out of the realm of reality that you might as well not even be talking. In a sense that you think that you're adding something like an element of truth to the conversation. That's my point. No,
1: I I agree. That's why it's also important to have people grounded. So but what do you do when you that's what i'm saying that's what i'm struggling with that's why i keep bringing up uap med super important to me for the simple fact of even now i know i'm not going to get relief for the ptsd symptoms i have now the difference is i have tools and i'm mindful so i see the symptoms and i actually can find them kind of crazy doesn't mean i can stop them until i can dump them all somewhere well i mean i think that
0: the uap med thing's a good idea in the sense that there's a lot of people with mental health issues and if you're adding credibility or trying to add credibility to this topic, showing that there is a real thing having a real effect on people, as as well as getting those people that are considered maybe not the most uh, social media friendly, uh, to put it nicely, um, getting those people help so that they come off more um, able to communicate that to other people in a way that's like less... Um, intense, if that makes sense. Um Yeah. Do so you I think, think it's going
1: to be too much for people.
0: No, but I, but like what I'm saying is, is what I'm saying is there's a problem right now. There's there's a mental health problem in the country in general, and then you take into account all the other stuff that's happening, the crazy shit, and then on top of all of that, you have people. Um, believe, I think right now is the most dangerous time in humanity in terms of people believing, not knowing what to believe. I won't say that they believe this or that, but there's a lot of people that don't know what to believe, so they latch on to things and not really do their homework. I feel like there's a lot of people, because of the way that the world shut down, that started looking too much on the internet that weren't equipped as i mentioned philosophy earlier that are not equipped to facilitate data and analytics and information from people from across the world and access to all everybody's opinions and things like that so i feel i feel like um in that regard um this will help in in that sense to to create more of um Again, I'm just trying to say this in the nicest way possible. Creating more of a not so chaotic or intense environment when discussing these things with people that already have instabilities and things that are going on. And by the way, and I I don't know if you're new to listening to this podcast, but on Mind Escape I talk about all the time, I have my own stuff. I've got severe OCD that I deal with, so I understand the mental health thing and getting help and the different therapies and options and things like that. So I'm all about that if that's going to help somebody.
1: Okay, so Jacob, yes, I am a clone. And there was another one that I was going to say. So Figu 7716 CRISPR and shrooms. That's one. So he said he's making the comment CRISPR and shrooms were how we evolved. The stone ape theory. What do you think about that, Mike? I I kind of think that could be a thing too. Yeah. I
0: mean, I I like the idea. Or I guess you say
1: hypothesis, my bad guys.
0: The stoned ape hypothesis is an interesting one. That's what the book from uh, Terrence McKenna, Food of the Gods is about. Um, Yeah, I like it. Um, Do I think that it's the full? I don't know. I mean, I, I know that I've read the book. I know the arguments. I know Paul Stamets, who's considered the mushroom guy's a huge proponent of it. Uh, Dennis McKenna said that he, I think he wavered a little bit, has gone back and forth over the years. Um, it's his brother's obviously idea, but he said that there's certain things that, you know, may have been true but other things that may not have been true, that kind of a thing. But at the end of the day, uh, recently there was a scientific article that came out talking about how they used to think that, Cooked meat had a massive role in the doubling and the tripling of the brain size of uh, humans or early hominids. Uh, but they know that to not be the case now. So really the only explanation we have right now that's a Hyper more... Three.
1: You're right. I agree with you, Mike, hyper three.
0: Well no, I was just gonna say that yeah, the ma- you, the, go the main thing, the only thing that they the academics have to latch on right now for that whole doubling and tripling of the brain size is new ha- hunting techniques. So you know, herding awesome. up animals or atlatls or whatever, just coming up with those new hunting tools and techniques and employing them is kind of all they've got at this point. So the idea that there could have been uh, this endogenous chemical, um, not endogenous, uh, uh, exogenous chemical intake, like you know psilocybin or psychedelics in general, I think that that's an interesting theory because I mean, I from my personal experiences, it's definitely had um a catalytic um effect in a good way um in a productive way so i don't know i like it
1: how you doing toby you okay I Thought i got mugged <laughs> no sorry my
2: dog's going wild in the backyard
1: all um, right i apologize
2: i just wanted to point out everybody i'm four followers away on twitter from a thousand so and he deletes it
0: at 1000. Dude, I'm going to go back and unfollow all my I've I think two or three accounts. I'll unfollow you, don't worry.
2: Number of thousands is going to win something, so.
1: Ooh. Yeah. And I, We'll and see what I, it is and, and
2: it won't be Shane's underwear. Yeah,
1: so check it out. UFO Expo. Yeah. Roswell incident. What's the festival called? Is it called the Roswell incident? Yeah. Roswell incident, those two festivals coming up. You got all these different festivals, right? You got Mike's documentary, which I'm actually so psyched about. Just seeing the trailer, I was like super awesome. I'm in that shit. It's gonna be amazing. And then I'm gonna be holding spaces on the random, doing interviews with people. Maybe I'm also gonna be doing interviews for UAP Med. So Kevin Day's coming up Tuesday. I'll be doing one for UAP med talking to him. I'm super psyched about that. Cause he's also a prospector doesn't live too far from me. So we have quite a bit in common with traumas, uh, reached out to Lou, Rob, Shannon, and I'd like to do a Wounded warrior fundraiser, you know, whether it be wherever we could do it, you know, get us all talking. And, you know, ideally I'd like to have Ryan, Alex, you know, Kevin, all of us together somewhere bullshitting about it, whether it's in a Zoom I was, or something. It
0: if I was directing in here. That, that Kevin Day episode, picture this. You two out in a stream, you know. No, seriously, looking for gold and platinum and then while, yeah, we'll you're, while you're in the stream looking, no, seriously, this we'll is me direct, Zoom, directing. No, Walt, no, no, you're not in the Zoom. You're, you're live in person. He comes up to Uh, where you live, you guys are going, you guys go out to the stream, you're prospecting, you're looking for gold and platinum, you two talking about UFOs while you're doing that. That would be cool shit, huh?
1: Oh, damn, I I could do that shit in my documentary. That's what I'm saying, like,
0: see, that's why you need me to direct.
1: You're the greatest producer ever, bro. I I know, I am. Toby, where are you at with that? You're fired, Toby.
2: Yeah, did did I mention that I'm interviewing Ryan Graves Thursday?
1: You're rehired, Toby. (laughs) Yeah, what is that, dude? So wait, you're interviewing him for
0: for your newspaper?
1: Look.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm actually doing a a few articles. One's on UAP Med, which obviously is super cool. The the other one's on AIAA. Does does he realize you you only
0: know how to write farticles and not actual articles? or?
2: Well, Who, me? The Onion's been trying to hire me, so I'm probably gonna just going to go over there. We should there.
0: start our own joke newspaper. It's called The Farticles.
1: It'll be cool, though. I, just uh, all I know is this. Is it's banana, Shane it's just Mass Shane did.
0: Banana Man on
1: every page. <laughs> having <laughs> those people in the... I'm telling you what, having all those people in that article is going to be off the charts. Are You're going to be in the article, for that? Shane. If not, will you now? <laughs> Aren't you interviewing me for that article?
2: Yes, I'm going to interview oh, did you. You just set me up to make me cry, it all out.
1: Can you give me a solid? Tell Ryan I said hi. You know, I don't grovel for follows, but tell him to follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Not like he follows me. <laughs> I know, dude. I know. I'm just messing around. I don't need I anybody to follow that, me. Though, you,
2: you already me. know me. No, I know. For everybody that doesn't know, just we, we do Zoom. Just tell him so, day, so, just so I can to talk, talk to
1: him about setting up a Wounded Warrior fundraiser with all of us. I need to get Alex I will, to call me too. But so let I reach me get out. this out there. You do it. It's gonna be bomb, bro. I'll dance so for, for you if you people need to. don't can.
2: know? We zoomed throughout the day. I had my phone on speaker and I took it into the uh, my boss's office and Shane was on it. You want to tell the rest of the story, Shane, or
1: which one today or which time did I said some bad no. shit? <laughs> the first time I took you into Sarah Lee's office. Oh, what I said. Oh, yeah, when I said, I knew who his boss was. I messed messing around. I didn't know I was on speaker. And He goes, heck, I could go over to my boss. I said, I said, what's up? Is she single? All of a sudden, I hear, no, and you're not either. <laughs> I was like, oh, Toby, what are you doing, dude? You know better than having me on speakerphone. Yeah, so, it's dangerous. Having shout out on to on your boss. Phone. Actually, shout out to Roswell Daily Record. They're badass, man donating money to the Wounded Warrior Project, supporting the stuff they did to send me down to the UFO Congress. I mean, shout out to him. you got to get that merch store in here somewhere because I got to start wearing more of their <clears throat> merch. Listen,
0: listen to this story. So, like, um,
1: I want to say how long ago was this? This was,
0: like, seven or eight years ago. Um, I was playing Xbox with one of my buddies that I, you know, from back home in Michigan. And uh, he's like, we were playing NHL. He's like, yeah, me and – you know, a couple of my friends from work are gonna play come come play <laughs> Xbox with us. I'm like, okay. Uh and I was shooting the shit with my buddy whose name's James. <laughs> and <laughs> they were they were playing and there something they said mentioned fish. I'm like, Oh yeah, marchetti like that one time when we uh ate mushrooms at that fish show and he texted me, he's like, Dude, two of these guys are my boss i'm like oh shit i didn't know the people in the the party so like i'm playing i thought they were just like coworkers or whatever so like they're his boss and i'm talking about how we ate all these like mushrooms and shit out of fish
2: <laughs> <laughs> shane looks like he's on a jitterbug phone with the giant buttons
1: no i, 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 I No, i was on my ipad trying to
0: get shit done. I have a worse story like that too. Or you know, you like those want to get away moments. I have a worse one than that, but I'm not sharing that on here.
1: Well, why would you even do that, dude? I you know, one of my pet peeves I'll tell peeves, you guys off here. No, wait, wait, wait. One of my pet peeves is people who like, "Hey, I know a secret, but I can't tell you."
0: Yeah, this is fun. This this would make you laugh till tomorrow, but I can't tell. I
2: wonder up. who you could be referring to, Shane.
1: I don't know. Guess. <laughs> And while you're at it, guys, donate to Wounded Warrior. I haven't said that yet. And yeah,
0: so we don't have to see those stank-ass toenails again. It looks like somebody paid a rat to nibble them off or something.
1: He's got it saved on his big screen. I don't know what he's doing with it, guys. So,
0: was, were you, uh, doing it. you somebody torturing you, pulling your nails out of your, your feet or what?
2: Hey, I I already told you for wounded warrior for the fundraiser I'll have my granddaughter paint mine live. Well, at
0: least your hands look normal. This guy's got uh
2: SpongeBob feet.
0: He's got chainatar claws. Huffs. 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 That's Is this supposed to be funny. Huffs. You know it's funny.
2: Alright, let's wrap it up, boys. People are tired of listening to us. <laughs> About Jane's nasty ass toenails. No one's...
1: Hey, look, I'm not tired of listening to me. I could listen to <laughs> me for a lot longer.
0: Yeah. That's the new show. It's called just called Shane Show. He just talks... <laughs> Shane talks time.
1: to himself. So it's like every day. Yeah. Every day. The Shane, Shane, show. Shane talks to himself and tries She's... not to eat his own face.
0: Um... Alright. So... What do we have to plug here? Um, we plugged. Most should of I play that? So should I play the trailer for the documentary? Yeah, get magic. ready
1: to play the trailer. But first, let's shout out just our family—you know, supporters, people in the like anybody that's been doing good, positive stuff. Right? No one has done bad stuff like Toby. <laughs> you know what? You know what that is, Toby. Taking my feet pictures, putting them on the internet when I asked you not to. <laughs> But hey, Red Panda, Estimate. You got B who's working with UAP Med, Jamie who is helping us, Chase. Um, I'm gonna fit. Astro. All kinds of people doing positive stuff. So don't get weighed down in that bullshit. People will drag you in. Mm-hmm. Names will be thrown. You guys keep doing the good stuff. Well, but also
0: to. don't say or tweet or type fucked up shit. Don't yeah. Do, don't don't do ever do that. that. Either. But don't again, do that
1: again. If you have, learn and move on. My point being, there's still people doing good shit. Don't say and do stupid stuff. But again, I'm glad you guys are all part of our family and being here and being supportive. So thank you guys very much. It's cool to have people that are just kind of, I guess you think the same as you. And they're just always there, always behind you, just saying, hey, you're doing the right thing. That's huge to me. So thank you, guys. Except for I uh, the Mike. I love gave a thumbs up. What's that? You gave a thumbs up. Are you gonna say anything, bit, Toby?
2: Posted a thumbs up.
0: Are you gonna say anything now, Toby? Or are you done?
1: He hates us. Uh,
2: I'm gonna give a shout out to Shane for being a pain in my ass every day, Bl- <laughs> blowing up my phone starting at seven in the morning.
1: <laughs> That's how I roll. I have no friends. You are it. So you suffer the consequences. Yeah, said. He
0: blows our phones up so much that if you don't hear from him in five hours time, you think he's dead somewhere. So
2: I called the coast guard last time. I believe it. But no, just thank you everybody that's supporting what we're doing. Um, I'm looking forward to our in-person appearances coming up. Thank you, Mike and Maurice for having me be part of the documentary. Yes, I'm excited you, about that. Um, We've got a bunch of projects we're working on that haven't been announced yet, but I think people will be excited for them. You two know what I'm talking about, but we'll, we'll keep that in our back pocket for now. Um, thank you, Tara, for letting Shane use the internet there without charging him. <laughs> I just stopped stop myself from just middle wanted... finger. <laughs> Thanks, Chase. Leave the frogs alone. Yeah, and...
1: Chase, bro. You're my boy.
2: Thanks to Nora, Jenny, Jared, Astral, Screen, you know, our crew. You guys That's are all
1: awesome. you, Mike. Thank you, Shane, for being you, Shane. Thank Mike, you you're to, cool, too. Thank totally. you to me totally. for being me.
0: Because if I just stop talking you right now, awesome, what man. would you do? All right? What would you do? That's what I want to know. If I was you? I don't no. think you do, though. I don't think you do. What would you do if I stopped talking right now? Me? I'd around talk for plug. four hours. <laughs>
1: you don't know that right now?
0: Uh, I'm just fucking.
1: It may not here. make any sense, but I will talk for four hours.
0: Um, but so, yeah, no, those were good plugs. Check out the Roswell UFO Expo March 10th through 12th and the Roswell Incident Film Festival. What's the date on that, Toby?
2: Uh, We're still working on it, but the actual Roswell Incident event will be June 30th to July 2nd. Okay.
0: And also, I have the link for Wounded Warrior down below. Please check them out. Uh, They helped Shane tremendously. Um, And uh, UAP Med, check that out if you've had contact with something... You consider non-human or a ufo or something and you want to talk about it or get help perfect place to do it um and yeah uh check out mind escape which is the other podcast i do and toby and uh shane are well shane's on a lot more than toby but they're both on pretty regularly lately uh but i've got a ton of great guests on there we just had our fifth or our five-year anniversary show um, so go check that out. We have the documentary. I'm going to play the trailer here as we leave here in a second. Um, and that again, will be premiering at the UFO expo in March. Uh, the cuts starting to look real good. We're cutting down the time. We've got it down to about three and a half hours. We're going to get it down to about two hours and then we'll probably also have a, a director's cut, which is a way longer version on our Patreon for about $5. So, um, And, uh, yeah, that's it. If you want to follow us on the social media or interact with us, I have the links to our Twitters down below, but we also have all the Roswell UFO Symposium links on our link tree. And uh, that's it. I'm going to play the trailer for the documentary, and we are going to be out of here. So we love everybody. Stay safe out there, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Is it real or is it not? That's what you're asking me. I still to this day can't find any rational explanation for what I saw.
2: Extremely intelligent, apparently highly advanced hyper-technological being. I think that we just don't look at the perception of reality in the right way yet. It got very close to the point that I could see just one big light, and then it stopped, and then it shot up in the sky.
0: You know, you know you're not dreaming, but you wonder how real any of it really is. It dawned on me, it it was real, this this took place, but then I still didn't do anything with it, never said anything to anybody. There is some mind-altering aspect to these UFO encounters. A lot of people get a sense of missing time. I noticed that these three stars were kind of in a formation. It was a triangular
2: formation. Condensed into entities or beings that uh, you interact with who are sentient.
0: The chemicals which are going into our brain are making the unconscious archetypes come alive. How things
2: evolve from pure energy to matter definitely was kind of a paradigm-shifting moment. And as we continue to evolve in our own consciousness, we will perceive of new modes of interpretation, but that may be dependent upon how this supposed phenomenon reveals itself to us.
1: I'm not sure why we discredit the human experience when it's not in alignment with our current belief system. It's important to consider that one, we don't really understand what our minds do under the influence of psychedelics. Uh, They all attest to the reality of some other realm. You call it the paranormal, doesn't matter what you call it, spiritual realm, supernatural, metaphysical, doesn't matter. The fact that we're essentially vibrating energy, in a sense, and that when this experience is over, that that particular energy transforms and doesn't die, because it can't die, it fills me with a lot of comfort that there is something else after this so-called here and now. They show you how much of your reality
0: is subjective and fragile and capable of being influenced by a psychedelic drug. Coming from a scientific background, you come up with explanations that range from geomagnetic to atmospheric to something that's physical in nature. There's a lot more
2: out there that we don't know than we do know. So the entire system, the human body, is effectively a stimulation response machine.
1: I think something's here. I don't know what it is. I don't know where it's from. It could be extraterrestrials.
2: Until it made a full rotation and then it just hit an insane speed and just shot up straight into the
1: atmosphere. I think that there's compelling evidence that psychedelics have played a significant role in human evolution over a long period of time. That
2: our view of reality, the reality that we experience on a day to day basis, seems to be this very, very thin slice of, of something far larger and far more obvious. And reason
1: about
0: As within, so without. From UFOs to DMT.